Welcome to the Barbershare Podcast, your guide for navigating through the ups and downs of the barber and beauty business, helping you to transform from burnout to a thriving career. And today's episode is a live recording from um, the 2023 Elite Masters Network event that was here in Chicago. And the backstory behind this is, is that one, you should know that at this point in time in my career, I don't really go to a lot of networking events. I haven't really been in a long time. And this is my first time that I actually um, really participated, especially on this level. And I figured that if I'm going to do it, I'm going to really just be me and who I am. So in this segment, I'm talking to Jay Ruff, Michael Clay. H3 and Natalie Burson. And I grouped this pair together, um, this group of people together, um, not just because of their accomplishments that they had over the course of their career, but the influence that they had on people. Now, I believe a lot of us have um, um, things that we want to accomplish, things that we want to do. And the most part, we're driven by how much money we can make by doing certain things. And yes, all these four individuals have that level of influence and, and probably have had many great opportunities on a level that many of us esteem to be. However, me being me, I wanted to focus on the person you must become to achieve those, those type of accomplishments whether it's the the influence to be able to draw large crowds or the 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 viral videos that come out for the work that you do um, to, to be on celebrity status and and to create product lines before we get there before we get to the bag there's a person that we must become and that's what I want to explore how self-discovery and creating value first, opened up opportunity. Let's take a listen. To the next episode of the Barbershare Podcast, where we strategically and help you to strategically and creatively help you navigate through the challenges that you have in your business so that you can build a profitable and successful clientele behind the chair, in the salon, or whatever it is that you're doing in the service-based business. Um, around this, this this table now, we have some 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 monumental monumental people. Um, one in particular who has had a significant role in my life, Mr. Jay Ruff. We have Mr. Michael Clay, legendary. We have from Houston, right? H three. We have H three, like, like um, and then we have Ms. Natalie Burton. You're here in Chicago. I am. Yeah, that, it's very nice to meet you. I'm gonna start this first question off. Sure. How how has self-discovery and leveraging your expertise helped you to diversify the value? Um, so thank you for the question. You know, I really think that taking a look at what the people need first and then building your business around that, I think that we're in a society now where everybody is income-driven or income-led and not impact-led. So in my particular industry, um, I specialize in hair for women, um, sew-ins, things like that, micro-links. I think that taking an approach where my goal is to rebuild a woman's confidence 
has opened up so many doors for me because that can be better received than someone that is pursuing the financial aspect of this industry. Yeah, that, that that's good. Thank you. Michael Clay, how has self-discovery in your own experience like um, in, in leveraging your expertise help you to diversify the value that you've been able to give out in this industry? Uh, one of the things is not lying to myself. Uh, a lot of times we we uh, fake it till we make it, and and I just been realized that being authentically you, with the failures, with the successes, willing to plant seeds for success, really works. In that, for every deed is a seed, right? So, if I talk to my brother Jay Ruff and I give him some fruit that has seed in it, he will create fruit with more seed in it. And now I become successful because it's not about me, it's about the successful people that you planted seeds for. Uh, I just thank God for the opportunities, just one, to be here, but just to be a seed planter and to be able to watch them. Walking around this event, I've watched so many and I feel so great. Uh, I've never been a grandparent, but I know how it feels now to watch your babies' babies grow. I love that. And, and it is just the best feeling. And you spoiled the grandchildren, right? You know, the children are, are trial and error, but I feel like I'm spoiling the grandchildren uh, because I'm 40 plus 10. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's good. And, and one thing is, is a bit, and I'm not religious at all. I'm very, very spiritual. You know, you give that 10% and you get a hundredfold, right? So what if you just say, I want to tell you the failures, the bankruptcies, the million dollars, the, the different successes, and I'm going to tell you the scuffs and, and how I was beat down. And life is about turning bull crap into your manure. It's the same thing as how you apply it. Some people lay in bullcrap or complain. Some people buy manure and grow. Mm-hmm. And when they grow, they're, they're, they weather the storm. That's good. That's good. A Street, same. Like, how has self-discovery and leveraging your expertise helped you to diversify the value that you're giving in this industry? Um, man, in so many different ways. Um, I pride myself on being impactful um, for the African-American men that come before me. Well, after me, and this really just set an example uh, for my son. This being able to give back to people that, let's say, like the ones, the ones that actually in the barber chair, the ones that need the help, as far as like uh, solution based, as more like I need help with my scalp. I need help with building confidence. I need help with different opportunities that I can give to them. And I think I, pro- I pride myself very well on leveraging that for other people that's around me because I know what I say matters to other people and my presence and how I present myself every day as I walk into my shop, I make sure that I'm very, very impactful. Even in my classes, I, I, I try to be impactful. And the more the duplicates that I create, just like he was saying, just planting those seeds, everybody else can actually grow. And that's how I try to leverage just my being impactful to the other people that's that's around me. Yeah, that's dope. Your personal journey. I have self-discovery and leveraging your expertise helps you to diversify the value. Yeah. 
Well, first of all, for me, uh, when I became more one with myself and, and knowing myself, um, and like Mike said, being truthful and honest with yourself, I learned that I can have an off day, a practical off day in the behind the chair. Maybe my, my line is not that tight this day. Maybe my fade not as crisp this day. But who I am inside, I, I shall always come with it. You know what I mean? And so that's a part of, of creating value for yourself is what's inside of you and bringing it out to people because a haircut is a haircut at the end of the day. Uh, a, a good hairstyle is a good hairstyle, but a, a, an infectious spirit, an infectious personality is invaluable. You know what I mean? So I just take those tools and I'm, and I'm forever pulling on, you know, guys like Mike, you know what I'm saying? That, uh, so many other barbers, you know what I'm saying? Watching H3 from a distance before we even met, I'm always gravitating towards that person that's gonna help, that, that's gonna help form the, the chain, you know what I mean? So. We, we all a link, like I said, it's, it's, it's a mini links to the chain of love. So I just keep pulling from that, man. And, uh, and, and that itself is more valuable than a client giving me $200, $150, or whatever it is. It's, it's the way I make him feel, the way I make the, the woman feel when she's in the chair, the child feel when he's in the chair. To me, that's priceless because I even remember great haircut services, but I remember greater conversations, mm. you know what I mean? So, that's that's how that's how I lean on it, man. So business into this thing. Well, you gotta believe that it's it's bigger than just what you can do with your hands. Uh, I remember, um, like I, I told you once before, a, a, a barber asking me uh, what did what did I think the dopest thing about my cut was. And my answer to him was, the dopest thing about my cut is That's that it's good. not about my cut. First song. You know what I mean? So Same when question. you know yourself and you, you become one with yourself and you accept it, it's, it's, it creates riches beyond measure. The first thing from just a spiritual perspective is we have to understand that every individual that we are blessed to encounter or touch was one of God's children that he blessed us to cross paths with. So, you know, each person that sits in my chair is bringing um, a different set of worries, a different set of problems, a different set of accomplishments and really taking the time to hear them out. You know, I'm not just providing a service, you know, like they say that your stylist or barber is like a therapist too. So really listening to them and then being able to be a sounding board for them and motivate and inspire them. In fact, it's so interesting because when I walked into um, this particular event, there was a client here that I had serviced back in 2014. So this is nine years later. And she told me how I inspired her and motivated her to what she's doing actually now. So I was hoping she was still in this room so I could connect with her before I go. But that's what it's really about. Like, what am I leaving yeah, with you that goes good. beyond the hairstyle itself? You know, so I think for me, it's just about what you can pour into the person and how you can um, help people to become better versions of themselves through your gift. <laughs> Oh, 
Um, I think the first thing is uh, giving yourself grace. Um, that's one of the things that, you know, a lot of us may deal with is... My bad, it's allowed. Uh, that's one of the things that we try to get through is just giving yourself grace and understanding that uh, this, this continue to be impactful, continue to pour into people. Um, when I was uh, in my suite, I, I had a client that, want, that was interested in barbering because he saw the things that I was doing. And just, just encouraging him to, you know, making sure that you stand prompt, making sure that you present yourself better. And he ended up becoming a barber, and I got him through barber school. And so just one of the things I told him is, man, just give yourself grace, understand that you're going to make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Don't be hard on yourself. And just put God first through everything you do, and you'll be able to see the way. And so those are the things that I practice myself and I give to him. Even when I was going through stuff, I make sure that I give the things that I've learned to my clients because they go through things every day. So I just wanted to make sure that, you know, I just stay impactful, you know, behind the chair. we put into our businesses and in this industry as a whole. Uh, one of the main things is is to move the excuses out of the way. Losers make excuses, winners make adjustments. Again, losers make excuses, winners make adjustments. What's for you won't miss you. We have to be able to, to get out our comfort zone because, see, where you're comfortable, you're not winning. The, the, in the game of life, everything comes in overtime when you're tired and five fouls. When you when you when the lights about to get cut off, I mean I mean if if we're honest with ourselves, we've done our best work under pressure. Disconnect if 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 there's a barber listening to me that never had a disconnection notice or a stylist, keep living. But the way you hustle, have a sick child, ha, ha, have a need that needs to be met, you have to stay out that comfort zone. That's why. You know, I, I look up to foreigners, you know, who come from other countries where they had nothing. They grind. We got it. You have to not be afraid to grind and stop making excuses. Well, you know, the white man don't want us this, that, and other. Uh, you know, I can't do this, that, and other because of this. You know, it, uh, uh take take the butt out the way. But, however, not and nevertheless are conjunctions which kill the bridge of your success. You have to be able to just say, listen, I'm going to do this. Here's my mark. If I make, you know, X amount, I'm doing 10 heads. Tomorrow I'm doing 12 heads. Tomorrow I'm doing 14 heads. Then I'm going to give back. Then I'm going to teach somebody something, you know. Uh, I'm going to eliminate conflict, you know. The name of my salon was Positive Image. We, we don't do conflict. No, no, it was a no negativity zone. People came. I may not have been that good of a barber, but I had such a good aura and, and such a good energy and space. People wanted to come stand in line to be there. And it was nothing but positivity. So the thing yeah. is, is, it's the mindset. Yeah, don't don't be the it's person who just has to make excuses. Don't be a person who's not afraid to get out that comfort zone. And if your city's not doing it for you, move. Because everybody got his. Strengths that they have to even you know? explore the areas they discuss. <laughs> Yeah, one, smell the roses. You know, we forget who we are because your children might remind you of this. Your bill might remind you of this. 
your bank account might remind you of who of your superpowers. Write those down and then put a, a tangible strategy ahead. Make it plain. If you want to get to a destination, like if we're going south, we can't go back north. We have to keep, I don't care if you're crawling. You know, you have to you have to get there. And then you have to also partner with people to be accountability coaches. You have to have someone who's going to say, uh-uh, baby, one more. No, no, no. Come on, two more. No, stay up for one more hour. No, no, no. Give out that last card. Talk to somebody. You know, the hardest thing is sales. You know, you're selling yourself to a new person, to a new whatever. But, you know, being able to have that, to get out that comfort zone, to... to uh, cut someone else another race doesn't matter if they're human they got hair yo if, if you're in that game let's do it yeah yeah and, and be allowed to play and if you don't know how to go learn from your experience learn how to cut what humans are, are, learn how to style humans learn how to talk to people don't be in a box get out your comfort zone making this shift well, you got to look, uh, for me, uh, and I and I applied this to my own self, uh, I had to look deep in my spirit, deep into my soul, and ask myself a lot of tough questions and answer those tough questions. So when I did that, for me, it eliminated a lot of what Mike was saying. It eliminated a lot of excuses, and it forced me to make adjustments. And, and I asked myself, hey, where did I go wrong? How could I become better? Even in, even in my parenting, you know, everything I do, I just try to reach deeper and deeper. And so you get you gotta dig deep into your spirit, man. And and the answers are there deep inside, man, because that don't lie. You know how you feel. You know what you're not doing. You know what you can be doing better. So dig deep in your spirit and have an uncomfortable conversation with yourself. So many of us don't like to be uncomfortable, but. It's a part of life. You just gotta adjust. Uh, first, just like what Jay was saying, man, you gotta dig deep. You gotta really, really dig deep into yourself and just ask yourself questions like, "Do I really want to do this?" What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? How can I get better? You know, allowing yourself to go through those hardships, you know what I'm saying? Because you're not going to be able to run from them. It's going to happen. And just being able to have an acceptance to failure. Accept the fact that you're going to fail at it, but continue to keep going through it. You know what I'm saying? See it through. And I think one of the things that I've gotten through as, as an owner is just being able to do things on my own being able to accept the fact that I'm going to be in the shop by myself and be able to sustain it and just finding mentorship, asking questions. Whatever you don't understand, it's okay to reach out. And I think one of the things that's hard for us, especially men, is to ask for help. And just ask for help and be able to dig a little more deeper and, and be able to find a resource that you can get to the next level in your business. And we all know business goes up and down. It's a it's a roller coaster sometimes. So you gotta you gotta really dig deep and just ask those questions and be comfortable with it. Being uncomfortable, be uncomfortable with the fact that somebody's helping you to get to the next level. That's what I had to do. I had to get out of my comfort zone and ask questions and got and, and help me get to where I need to get to 
And now from getting the mentorship that I received, I'm going to pour it back into other people and help them get to the next level. And that's 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 my purpose is to really help people. So just dig deep and to really under, and to be okay with it. You know, one of the things I want to piggyback off, I'm not sure who said it, but um, being really honest about yourself, take stock of who you are in the moment versus who you want to be. Um, and then clearly getting a picture of that, like when you visualize who you see yourself as, as like a, a man or a woman, right? Like you need to get so specific about that vision that, you know, if, a, if the future you um, wouldn't behave this way, wouldn't talk this way, wouldn't carry themselves this way, then the current you can because you'll never become the future you um, behaving like that. I also think it's important to give yourself some grace. Um, I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we feel like we have to do every single thing all at once. We overburden ourselves with 25, 30 tasks a day. But in reality, you really only need to do one thing amazing, one thing great every single day. And at the end of the month, you have 30 things that you have done amazing. And that's not walking towards your goal. That's running full speed head on. So I think forgiving ourselves and giving ourselves some slack. I think that as an entrepreneur, when you wear a lot of hats, you know, you might be the salesperson, you might be the shipping department, you know, you might be your PR, your social media person. Stop making it so difficult and, and quit giving yourself so many tasks and then punishing yourself when you don't hit it. You wake up in the morning and make your day top heavy. So you accomplish the most important yeah. things yeah, at the top so of the day the and then kind of let things trickle down throughout the day and make time and space for yourself. But really not overburdening yourself, you know, picking one thing you could be really good at every day. So the benefit is peace of mind, you know, like you're not in peace of mind when things are chaotic inside of your head. When you have when you spread yourself very thin, you know, you you want to finish this, you want to do that. There's no peace in that. So the biggest benefit is peace of mind. Um, and what was the last part? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a very spiritual person, and so um, 100%, um, I am all things God-led. Um, I start my day with prayer. I go into prayer throughout the day. I end my day with prayer. When I feel off balance, you know, my constant prayer and meditation is to, you know, remove things from my life or peacefully exit things from my life that are creating chaos and disturbances and replace them with, you know, people that were sent by him. And that um, are good for me to connect with. I know that not everyone is spiritual, but I believe that if you don't have anything to believe in, then you have no base, no base ground anyway. So for me, it's all going to go back to spirituality. Like I, I go deep into myself and I ask God for grace. I give myself grace. I forgive myself. And then I remember why I started. Like what I'm doing in my life right now, where I am in my career, is so much bigger than me. I want to see how many people's lives I can impact. I remember going to... Um, 
a conference and Mark Lamonis, the fixer was there. Right. And, you know, he was talking about death and not in a way that was um, dark. He was saying, you know, when, when you come to that end of the road and we're all going to be there. Right. You know, you won't be remembered for the money you have and things like that. You know, people will get up and speak about how you impacted them. So when you go to bed at night, ask yourself, you know, how am I impacting people? You know, if people were to say something about me today, what would it be? So I'm very cognizant of the energy that I'm leaving in the room. If I don't like the energy in the room, I become the energy I desire. That's good. That's good. Ruff, so like, um, very are, cognizant about who I'm presenting, not just to the world, but when I go to bed at night to, with myself, you know, do I feel good about the woman I've been all day? Implement this well, the, the challenges uh, are just that, the challenges that will happen in making change. Making change is not easy. Even if any kind of change you can think of, it's a transition. It's usually uh, bad habits take a while to break. Good ha habits take a while to form. Everything is about time. It's about being patient. You know what I mean? So that would be the hardest part because those who who have been on a, a, a weight loss journey or whatever it is, uh, you, you sweat super hard and you're in pain in the gym for a week, but you still can't fit your clothes the next week. So just just going through the process of waiting is a challenge in itself. So know that the challenges are going to be there. Accept those challenges and just attack them, you know. And the benefit from that is just being free. You know, every change, every drastic change that I made in my life, it created a, a, a free, a freedom in my mind, freedom in my spirit. So it was all worth it in the end. You know, everything I cut off that was bad for me was cold turkey. And, it, and it's hard to go cold turkey, but the benefit, the long term benefit, it created confidence. It let me know that I could do anything. I don't I don't need to wean myself off of anything as long as my mind is set to do it. I can do it. So. That's the benefit, man, of just friend your mind, friend your spirit, man. And when that's free, man, everything else flows, especially if you're a creator. If you're a creative and your mind is blocked, you can't think of nothing. It's like banging your head against the wall all night. But when you are free, it's like ideas. I just, every, everything is an idea. Everything I look at is an idea. Everything I touch, everything I feel, everything I see is an idea created from another idea and another idea. So, yeah, that's the benefit of it to me, man. It's just that, that freedom that opened them. And how happy person. Yeah. What are some potential benefits that as it begins to change your mindset? What are some potential benefits and then the challenges? And how have you learned how to uh, What was the first part again? The uh, I learned how to manage uh, dealing with business was just I had to, I went to therapy. And because I didn't, I didn't know where else to go. And so when I went to therapy, it allowed me to give myself, it stopped me from being hard on myself. And once I learned how to stop being hard on myself and, and, and being able to express things as far as whatever I was going through personally, whatever I was going through business-wise, wondering like why people leaving, it was just more of a just having a personal understanding on what you're going through and and what you go through is what you go what you go through is what you got to grow through, 
You know what I'm saying? And so the benefit from that was just more of just building a, allowing myself to build a stronger mindset, and just finding better things each and every day, not having a, a, a bulk load of work. I used to load myself up with work every day and I just couldn't get things done. But now it's like giving myself more grace, like I'm gonna handle this, 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 and I'm gonna handle the other stuff the next day. And just having a peace of mind, being able to go to sleep at night, you know what I'm saying? And like I say, like start my day with prayer. That, that, that really helps me a lot to start my day with prayer, write out how I'm feeling in the morning, then I go about my day. But it's just building that confidence and having that strong mindset Same every day. As you know what I'm saying? So those are the things that you could benefit from, just having that strong mindset on the things that you experience in business or just even in your personal life. Challenges and how have you personally learned how to manage this up to now? You know, I've uh, I've managed the ups and downs from understanding life's process, right? It's four Ps to get to success. The first is the promise of that success. The next is the process of the success. The third part is the problem leading to the success. And the problem always comes to make you quit. You know, it's like a storm. The problem always, the credit didn't go through. The, the, the licensing didn't go through. The insurance was higher. The, the rent went up, whatever, right? The problem always comes to make you turn around. But when you keep on going, it, there's a provision, which is the fourth P, which means it happens. So the thing is, is learning to rejoice during the problem. Learning to celebrate through the storm. Because without the storm, there's no fruit. Without the problem, without the bull crap, there's, there's no manure and, there, and there's no, nothing is storm weathered. So we have to understand quit quitting. The, the, the richest place in the world is not a country, it's the cemetery because so many people have buried their dreams and buried it because they quit when a problem came. We have to understand that that problem is made for you to be laser focused. Let's be laser focused on what you, your vision was. And that's the other thing. Stop using sight. Use your vision. When you walk blindfolded, you can get there. Like if you're trying to get to a destination and you're scared of mice, you may have walked 100 miles. You get one block away from your destination and here's all these mice. But if your eyes were closed and you were walking with your vision, you wouldn't see them. And that's how fear comes in right there at the conclusion or right there at the, the climax of your destiny. And we have to understand that, no, rejoice through the problem. Go through the storm. Have people who, if you don't have an umbrella, who are umbrellas for you. See, if we are all at this table and it's just storming on us, but you know, we have an umbrella and it's God for me that can cover us all through any storm, right? But without an umbrella, we're exposed. We're exposed to it. And the things that we were scared of can come. You know, people are like, oh, you know, the IRS. You know, oh, I don't know how you're going to afford all that type of mortgage. Oh, man, that costs so much. You know, China, you know, gas went up. You know, you go home, you know, your girl ain't going to like that. Uh-uh. What was your vision? 
Roll with your vision. Roll with people who are going to go help you get to your vision. Stop rolling in their car towards their vision. You jump out of yours to get in theirs. We have to, you have to be goal-oriented. You have to be task-oriented. You have to be focused. And you have to, again, rejoice during your problem because provision's next. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. Because there's, there's a wealth of knowledge around this table. And I would love in the near future to do, like, an exclusive, like, one-on-one because there's so much about our stories, our businesses, and things that I've got a chance to observe online, things that I know just from being around in Chicago. But, um... So, I think we'll be here for hours to hear more about you and how to connect. Like, like, what's the easiest way for someone to? Connect? The easiest way to connect with me is on Instagram. I am very active there. My IG, and I'll spell it out, is I am here by Natalie B. So that's I A. Wait, I am here. I A M H A I R B Y N A T A L I E B. Um, and again, Instagram. I am here by Natalie B. Thank you. Hey, uh, the easiest way to connect with me is Instagram. I'm always on Instagram, so you can also DM me. Uh, my Instagram tag is H3Dimensions, um, or you can hit me on my cell at 409-789-5537. That's my work business every day. So either two will work. You can always do that, and, you know, I always respond back within time of the so. Mr. Clay, how can people connect with you? Yeah, uh, direct my business cell is 323-944-CLAY. That's 323-944-CLAY. And then I'm on all social medias as Michael Clay, which is spelled M-I-K-A-L Clay. That's M-I-K-A-L Clay. All social medias. My one social media is Michael Clay Products, in which you can find the products. But yeah, I'm, I'm ordinary people with God's light shining on me, <laughs> you know? Great. Stay rough, the great gift of hands. Just like that on Instagram, man. The great gift of hands. T H E G R E A T H A N D Z, baby. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for spending some time with me and sharing your wealth and knowledge. And if you're up for it, if you're available, I would love to do something more wonderful. Absolutely. Thank you for having right. me. For sure. Yeah, just let me know, right. man. Just call the one. Yeah, All right. just let me know. Well, God bless, man. I say it's a wrap, it's a wrap. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Barbershare Podcast. I hope you gained valuable insight from the panelists that we had on not only this episode, but the other episodes from the Elite Masters Network event. Remember, self-discovery and creating value are keys to unlocking opportunities and propelling your career forward. Now it's time for you to take action. Take a moment. Reflect on your own journey. What unique talents and passions do you already possess? How can you leverage them to create value for yourself in the barbering world? Embrace that power of self-discovery. Seek out ways to innovate and stand out from the rest of the crowd. I encourage you to apply the lessons that you learned in this podcast and other podcasts to just start implementing them right away in your everyday life. Whether it's refining your skills, exploring new techniques, or building meaningful connections within the industry through network, every step counts towards your success. Remember, 
Burnout does not have to be the end. Whether determination, resilience, and the commitment to self-improvement, you can transform your career into a thriving and fulfilling journey. Thank you for joining the uh, the Barbershare podcast. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes filled with expert advice, industry trends, and inspiring stories. Now go out and create opportunities that you deserve. Stay motivated, stay focused, and keep thriving in this business.